0: We're here, Dee. We made it through Thanksgiving, but we're here.
1: Hey, we made it. We made it. Um, no one was offended by our uh, our posts <laughs> on the Internet. So thankfully, is, <laughs> we survived. This was this was all good. Um, yeah. Chris is still in Wisconsin. Somehow with the fam and nine days, I believe, is what he said. So, yeah, I have to ask you, Dan, um, where would you be willing to spend nine days? <laughs> with with the rest of with with your in-laws. Nine days.
0: they big can't be out there. A long yeah.
1: time. Nine days. Would I'm it need be to careful, be?
0: Based on who's listening. Um
1: i thought to myself would it need to be somewhere tropical to do nine days like yeah I nine I th- days yeah it's a lot i
0: think i think it would have to be somewhere tropical um man oh man we've had this discussion on this podcast before about cruises yes right and there are pluses and minuses with with cruises um The advantage being you can kind of do and roam around and do your own thing so you don't have to literally spend every waking minute with everybody that you're with. Um, But nine's a lot for a cruise anyways, Mm, generally. So I don't know if I'd want to even just do that, uh, even though you'd be hopping from spot to spot. Um, It's a lot of time on a ship. It'd have to be like a big – maybe a big – an all-inclusive resort somewhere tropical, somewhere like that where they have multiple, right? Because that's what's sometimes hard to do on a family vacation is like completely break off from the crew and do what you want to (laughs) do, right? Yeah. It's often frowned upon. So if you're somewhere where it's all-inclusive and you're staying on property, but the property is big enough for you to explore and do different things common in these tropical locations that we're talking about, then that would probably be the best case scenario um for nine days that's a long time with anybody yeah. frankly family or not um yeah. but i think that might be a a, a doable alternative of that okay. what about you any anything um I,
1: you know i kind of landed the same way you did i was like okay. it's got to be like an all-inclusive resort where you know at some point someone goes boating someone goes and does this thing because i'm gonna be 100 percent honest like like I, I'm not the greatest person to be around all the time. So like <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just me being annoyed by everyone. Everyone will be annoyed mm-hmm. by me too. So I feel like it's a like give and take. And the thing that makes it interesting with Chris and Katie, you can tell these two love each other, is that they're in Wisconsin sharing Katie's like twin bed from high school or whatever they're doing, I'm sure. Yeah. That's just me guessing because they're at her house. Yeah. You know?
0: They're at her like, house. The house, that's yeah, a lot. where her parents are. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a long time for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's love right there.
0: It is. It really is. Uh, We'll see how honest he can be next week. uh, (laughs) Recapping that. But. Long time. And a lot of stuff to pack.
1: Yeah. For a road
0: trip. Yeah. Right? You are packing up the vehicle now that you got three kids. Nine days. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. I need a. yeah, extra, extra wagon hitched the back to <laughs> to cover everything. Thanks. Very true. Very true. Maybe Katie's idea. You no, know, in tropical, even... right? <laughs> tropical stuff is less clothing. Less clothing at true. a tropical destination. It's That's lighter. True. You know, yeah. shorts, no sleeves. So th- this is it is not warm is in Wisconsin uh, often ever, but especially this time of year. So. Um, They're all bundled up and you can't really go outside and do a lot of of inside time, a lot of inside inside time. time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Tropical for sure. Nine days. Tropical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get in trouble for that one. But guess what? It's the Brunch Breakdown (laughs) out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. Chris is still in Wisconsin. He will be back next week. Hopefully he's allowed to be back next week. And we will be talking all things Brunch Breakdown with him too. And today on the show, uh, we are going to be talking about a festival that we can't wait to go to. The Flavortown Festival. That's right. Guy Fieri's throwing a festival in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to talk about that. Uh, a popular rapper, Rod Wave, selling at arenas all over the country. He uh, just won a court in a court case to have people not sell merch outside of his shows. We're going to talk about that. we got a dream concert topic we'll get to, plus music and beer and more. It's the Brunch Breakdown. Dan, let everybody know where they can find us.
0: I'd love to. Uh, appreciate the handoff uh, right, right in the bundle there. Right there's a hey. beautiful handoff. Um, anywhere, people. You know that by now. Um, If you're new to the program, welcome. Welcome along for the ride, for the journey that is The Brunch Breakdown. And this is this very podcast. You can find it nationally wherever you're listening to right now. But anywhere else that podcasts are available, uh, all the major players, even some of the small ones, right? If The Brunch Breakdown is somewhere that you don't listen to podcasts, you let us know. We will get there. I promise you. Uh, But that probably won't be the case because we're already everywhere right now. Uh, New episodes every Wednesday. Uh, coming directly to you if you're following or subscribing to our channel on wherever you like to listen to podcasts that episode's going to come right to you simple as that as soon as it's available wednesday morning okay full video episodes are also available as well in case just the sound of our wonderful voices isn't enough for you and you want to see this visual this back and forth that we have uh this week dd and i uh check out the video episodes okay those are on facebook and youtube uh they premiere also on wednesday noon eastern 9 am pacific but if you can watch any dem- on demand anytime you want to watch after that everywhere on social media at brunch Breakdown. follow us follow you back find us there uh, and of course we give you what we're listening to each and every week we put that into a beautiful little playlist we call that the sounds of brunch we upload that on uh, update that on spotify every friday uh, so follow that playlist as well simply search for the sounds of brunch
1: beautiful all right well now it's time to get random topics off our chest. And Dan, since you were doing such a great job talking, why don't you get us started? Get it off your chest.
0: Just keep rolling. Appreciate just it. Just keep um, going. Just keep going. Well, you know, we just talked about it. You know, Thanksgiving just got through Thanksgiving, which means uh we we're in the midst of the holiday season, a wonderful time of year. Um, and tis the season indeed for tons of commercials and tons of ads promoting. Uh, Black Friday just went through that right uh right now, it's Cyber Monday, uh, which it's all the same thing at this point. so stop. uh you know Christmas, uh specials, sales, whatnot, all the above. uh, but one thing has has really caught my attention this year and it's really annoying the hell out of me. It's ads um that have these ridiculous song parodies. On the commercials, <laughs> right? And they're endless right now. Etsy's doing one with the Mission Impossible theme. It's like, dad, 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 what gifts do I get, dad? And it's horrendous. Verizon has a bunch of them with Carolers singing like Carol of the Bells and things like that. Um, changing the words to Verizon, the Verizon commercial, uh, T Mobile. Well they've been running theirs for a little one, not while now that you know they got they got the the boys from scrubs there which is great but the oh what a beautiful morning no 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 it's it's terrible you guys this is so bad it's so bad it's it's uh to quote Somebody that I don't care for very much. And I'm sorry to friends uh friends of the program that I do, uh, James Franklin, you're making me uncomfortable. You're <laughs> literally making my skin crawl. And that's honestly what's happening as I'm listening and watching these ads. Didi, I'm not joking with you. This time of year, I am literally watching TV with the remote in my hand and my finger like on or around the mute button. So I can just Mute it as soon as it goes on. It's it's that it's making me that angry that I can't even listen or want to watch them. I have to mute these commercials. They're so bad. And don't think you're getting off the hook. Jardians, you know, (laughs) with your terrible, you know, song and dance. It's horrible. It's an absolute joke of a commercial. It makes me want to vomit just watching it. a feel more like Burger King original catchy it's not going to get annoying when you hear it a hundred times which we all inevitably have heard it 100 times um by now um but this is all because of these ad agencies you know the, the 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 product the companies have to sign off on them but these ad agencies and i can say this because i work in marketing i have no problem saying it these ad agencies you may think it's creative but just stop you're being lazy you're like let's pick a popular song that everybody can recognize and change the lyrics to something that has to do with our product or our service no Stop being lazy. It's driving me to the point where I don't want to watch TV anymore. which is driving me more to streaming. That's not what cable wants. That's not what cable wants, okay? It's a disgrace to music. It's a disgrace to advertising. Everybody can do better. But happy holidays. Guardians. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> that commercial is so ridiculous. Every time it's it? on all the time, it doesn't matter the time. what you're watching, it's on all the time. Like, they're making a lot of money off Jardians because that thing is on all the time,
0: <laughs> right? I don't even Man. know what it helps you with, but it can't no. be that many people that we have to see it that often. Come on, get out of here, Jardians. Oh, God.
1: All right. Uh, mine is Black Friday related too. And I got to say, I am somebody who loved Black Friday growing up. I used to love going out. I love the best people watching in the world was getting out there on a Black Friday early in the morning and you just see the best and the worst of people on Black Friday. <laughs> it's honestly the greatest thing in the world. But now that has died. And Black Friday started right after Halloween. It's like as soon as like <laughs> Mariah Carey breaks the ice and like it comes out of her shelter and <laughs> starts singing her All I Want for Christmas is You, Black Friday sales start, right? And mm-hmm. what I have noticed is that some are very predictable where it's like you know that the stores express Gap. Old Navy, whatever it is, all these stores they are all going to be 40% off or 50% off. You know this, right? We we know this already. So very predictable. It already had, just starts earlier now. And then you have other places that I've noticed that raise the price of things right before Black Friday and then drop them back to the place they were. So you're not even getting things on sale anymore so
0: it's
1: <laughs> so it's pointless like they've made black friday this day that i used to love i used to love because listen we all love a deal but like it, in the age of the internet where we see these deals in our emails every second you know what i mean we see them every second So, like, we know how much we're going to pay for something or we want to pay for something or, like, whatever. We don't want to pay for something. But now it's like they're – I don't know who they're fooling. I don't know if they're just fooling people younger than me. I don't know if they're fooling, like, really old people. I don't know what they're doing. But I feel like I am at this age right now where it's, like, Black Friday. It's like, I see what you're doing, and I don't like I'm not a fan of – like – I don't know. I, I've been, I'm very, I don't know. I'm very kind of mad at black Friday right now. I needed to just like, maybe it needs to go away for a couple years and then come back and I'll be excited. But right now I'm just mad at it. Cause it's like, they're trying to fool you. And, and yeah, I don't know. I had to get off my chest. It's kind of just me being sad and confused and angry all at the same time.
0: Yeah, but you're right. Like, and inevitably, the Saturday after every Thanksgiving at like six o'clock in the morning, the emails roll in black Friday extended sale. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I thought the point was the sale was yesterday. And no. then the very next day, Sunday, cyber Monday, early cyber Monday sale. What? Yep. That's supposed to be Monday and only Monday. Like you're right about maybe like it needs to go away. Like I thought we thought maybe COVID could have fixed that because the one good thing one of the well you're a fan of covid but one of the good things that came away from it was we stopped opening stores on thanksgiving or thanksgiving night we stopped that okay let people have the day off we've we've gone away from that for the most part so that was good but it made people want to shop online more so they've started these black friday sales it, right after halloween like you said everything's online you're getting the same deal in store as you are online and they're just extending it the whole time. And you're right. There are definitely stores jacking that price up to make you think you're getting a deal. But when you're not, you're getting the same deal all year round. It just looks nice right now. So I feel you, man. I feel oh, yeah. you.
1: It's weird. And I, I saw like a couple like, uh, random, like, TikToks of people just, like, going behind. because You know, they have, like, the, the, the cards that they slide in and out. And it was, like, yeah. Black Friday special, like, TV $646 or something. And then they slid behind it. And then it was the same tag that was probably there the day before. <laughs> but yep. it says Black yep. Friday special on it. Ooh, yeah.
0: Boy.
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People got to get smarter at fooling me. Listen, I'm all down for a deal. I get it. I get it. But, man, just, I don't know. Do better at fooling me. You guys got to get better. Get better. (laughs) I like it. Well, that was getting off our chest. And now let's uh, get into Brews Day. Daniel, I will continue on. I will keep rolling on right here. I got something that I had this week that was just absolutely delicious. Uh, A Sloha IPA. By slow brewing. It's a tropical hazy IPA, and it's got all the things I want. It's tropical, it's beautiful. The can art's amazing. All of it's incredible. I had this. I make sure I took a picture of it because I only got one. I just like got a six-pack of like some random things when I was getting okay. alcohol over the past week. And I was like, I and I hate when this happens though, because I always get afraid. I see something that I think I'm gonna like that I like. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love this. But then I don't get more than one of them because I'm afraid that I'm just going to end up with like, I don't know, four of something that I don't really want. Mm -hmm. I should have got like all six of these. I'm just, I'm mad. I'm very angry about it. But uh, yeah, it sweeps you. It says it sweeps you away to an island paradise. And it does. It does. It's exactly what you want when you're on a tropical island with your in laws. That's what you want. You want to be drinking one of those. A Sloha IPA. I slow brew I just love this beer super good I can't wait to get more of it that
0: sounds awesome yeah that sounds really awesome yes I like that Uh, f- well for me I'm gonna go the complete other end of the end of the spectrum you're still over there uh, in uh, summer um, <laughs> and we are deep into fall over here um, and for some people that means the you know transition into stout season and we are getting there but not quite for me yet so i can tell you i got two things for you today one i'm drinking live here right on the spot uh sam adams jacko okay nothing wrong with this Mm -mm. nothing wrong with this as a macro sam adams they know what they're doing okay always been a fan of sam adams and the jacko is their pumpkin ale it's really good if you like pumpkin this has got it okay and it's still pumpkin season to your boy steel city over here it runs through at least february so buckle up people we're not done yet okay so this is a perfect fall beer for me right now, uh, but I want to talk to you about a beer that I had yes uh, yesterday as well. Um, this past weekend was uh, from the good people at uh, Abjuration Brewing, uh, just outside of McKees Rocks here in the Pittsburgh area. Now I featured a certain style of this beer years ago, years ago in the podcast. It might have even been like first origination of this podcast. Can't really remember, um, but they put a little twist on it this time. This is a they did an ice cream sour series and you might be thinking those things don't go together that doesn't make any sense um but what if i told you that this ice cream sour was brewed essentially with chocolate vanilla ice cream and count chocula Mm. would that interest you all of a sudden
1: it it does it's just funny to mention those three things and then call it a sour i just think there's certain situations where you just shouldn't be able to call it a sour
0: Right, um, because it does. It has lact. It had lactose in it, um, but they do use their souring blend in the brew process. And you're right. Like it still doesn't make sense to me. But this thing was so damn good, yeah. so damn delicious. You get a lot of the chocolate uh, and the vanilla and kind of that cereal component. Almost a cereal aftertaste. It's in there. It's creamy. It tasted just like Count Chocula, and I don't want to – It was not sour. This was not sour. I think they they went light on it to be careful. Um, it was almost, I almost want to call it like a tartness. Like if you've ever had a um, chocolate covered cherry or something like that, where you get like the sweetness and the tart from the cherry, it was almost like, a, like that. Just the tartness was there um, on just the right level where it didn't make it taste weird or anything like that. Because the version I'm speaking of, from previous uh acknowledgement on Bruce Day was a stout. So this is different. Um, same cereal, different style, different result. Still delicious. Still delicious. So hmm. a lot of good beer this weekend.
1: That 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 sounds good. That sounds yeah. really good.
0: I like it. It was delicious. Amazing. Beautiful.
1: Well, Dan, cheers. Cheers. Beautiful. Ah, oh, Sam, dude. They know how to make the seasonals, dude. I wish I could just buy. I wish I could, I honestly wish I could buy Sam Summer and Sam Winter at the same time. Like I wish they could just make it yeah. for
0: me. And just give it like to me. The, like one of oh like yeah. an all year round variety pack. Exactly. Yeah. Just just give yeah. it to me.
1: Like I just want Sam winter and Sam Summer like all the time. I just love both of them so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. I wish yeah, they're terrific. They know what they're doing. D-
1: yeah. d- absolutely. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that was Bruce Day. Now, Dan, let's get into this main menu here. And let's do it. The first thing I want to get into is Guy Fieri, the legend, <laughs> the man, the myth, the absolute legend. Flavor Town Festival going down in Columbus, Ohio. Dan, I need to know all your thoughts. Um,
0: my first thought is, how do we get a booth there? As the brunch breakdown. I'll be honest I with you. Out. That was my first thought. Uh, we need to look into that because there's still. Early stages of announcements and planning. Um, yes, first ever Flavor Town Fest in guys' uh, birthplace hometown of Columbus, Ohio. So a little bit of a haul for you, but a okay. about a three-hour drive for Chris and I. True. Uh, so we can haul the equipment. No problem needed. He hauled five people's worth of clothing for nine days, so I think we could handle uh, a two-day festival uh, in in Columbus, June first and second, twenty twenty-four. Uh, right now food chefs, and live music at flavor town, $155 for a two day pass VIP available, but not yet Mm -hmm. will be available. So not quite yet. So we don't have the details on VIP, but I 100% want to go to this. Um, I'm already like looking forward at the calendar of June of next year, June or first weekend of June is usually a heavy weekend. Uh, in the in the canop household. So I got to make sure we clear that calendar. I mean, this is going to be amazing. The food there is going to be crazy. Um, and I think knowing Guy Fieri, the music is going to be pretty legit. Got a lot of friends in a lot of places. I expect an eclectic mix. I expect some country. I expect some pop. I expect some rock. Um, and I just think as we get more and more details, it's going to be a no-brainer. But th- my first thought is, how does the brunch break down? sign up to be a vendor in a booth so we can just broadcast for two days from flavor town fest
1: well i have just signed up to get mail from the mayor it's all right (laughs) get mail from the mayor uh, get more information (laughs) on flavor town fest so i feel like there should be a vendor's email that comes from that um i love it and dan you mentioned music and i don't we're not getting into the topic that we just talked that we're gonna that hopefully we get to is the dream concert or dream venue um right 21 pilots at flavor town fest
0: they're from, from columbus, columbus ohio right yeah don't do that to me i mean i would literally implode i'd implode right there that's the epitome you're right this uh, forget that topic for later i just got my answer are you <laughs> kidding me you're right like you're right
1: like 21 pilots from columbus at flavor town fest it's a no-brainer eating a guy's oh, chicken sandwich while watching fucking stressed out be played right in front of you
0: <laughs> like are you kidding are you serious I'm, like, oh come on! i couldn't have been more excited you just turned the dial up to 100 on me that's like very possible yeah very possible yeah. columbus boys all getting together yeah yeah like, come on yeah come on edie wow <laughs> you kill me with that that dude
1: june 1st and 2nd is a great time because honestly either the weather is going to be perfect or it's going to be rainy but you have a good shot at it being like great weather not like perfect weather yeah yeah
0: exactly so like exactly
1: uh, dude i just love the site big food big music big fun big impact whatever that means
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i think the impact part is what there's a uh there is a charitable aspect to it. So shouts to Guy, you know, for doing that. Um, the Fieri Foundation, Guy Fieri Foundation will donate a portion of proceeds from every ticket sold to support various charities in and around the Columbus area with a f- focus on first responders, veterans, and more. The mayor, ladies and gentlemen, the mayor. Um when you hear the price of a $155, um, that's getting you. Oh, let's see. Here's a, kind of the breakdown. That's a GA ticket. All access to the grounds, uh, food demos, main stage music performances by guys' favorite artists, and more. More adventures to be announced soon. So, assuming you're probably going to have to pay for most of the food there, 155 dollars two days. Without knowing, is it worth it? Or maybe, a, maybe without my the influence, you just gave to me about potentially being Twenty One Pilots. Is that a good price without knowing anything? Are you diving in early, or you wait until the music? gets announced. You, I got to wait until the music's announced. Okay. Because if you are charging 150,
1: that means there's at least going to be one or two names that are going to be solid, but you just yeah. got to make sure you like those names because like you mentioned with guy, it could be you know, Toby Keith or something or, yeah. I, you, know, or yeah. you know or whatever like it could be somebody that you know jason Aldean or something like that like you have no idea sure. who it's going to be and that may not make you want to go you know play but if they mentioned like we mentioned 21 pilots so they mentioned you know someone else you might want to be there but it's just you got to wait because i feel like the lineup is kind of going to be like a couple names that you that people really like but you just got to make yeah. sure that they're both in the pop lane or a lane that you like to listen to music in, you know,
0: that's going to be the key thing, right? Yeah. Cause it, it doesn't matter how many celebrity chefs from food network are there. Right. Not it, that, that part isn't going to no. justify because you're not going to get that food for free yeah. more than likely. Right. Yeah. You know, there might be some samples of some stuff you can get, but you're still going to probably have to pay uh, for some amazing food. I'm sure. And I know we know we just talked about on bridge court last week. Um, guy's new spiked beverage Mm -hmm. right his new flavor time i forget what it's called already but the the spiked uh fruit punch that he has coming out you know that's going to be all over the place oh yeah all over the place at this festival that will be Um, the only
1: thing that's free there i bet
0: yeah (laughs) they'll be giving that (laughs) out
1: as soon as you walk in
0: right um they do have a ga plus pass available that's 215 and you get everything from regular plus um Access to an exclusive uh, Flavor Town lounge with dedicated food, drink, and restroom areas. So, we do love a good VIP upgrade. So, there's okay. or that. I'm sorry, that's not even VIP. I want to call, it's not called that JP. That's GA. Uh, two day VIP and two day super VIP prices and details to be announced soon. Uh, and they do have payment plans available, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Also a game changer when we're talking festivals but i think you're right i think the, the at least you got to have at least one artist that you'd be willing to see there on that lineup that's going to make you most people jump into the pool yeah without knowing much other details but i mean could be great could be you, 20 you, pilots dude come on i mean
1: this could be great this 100% could be great or just very weird but i don't know how many food festivals you've gone to you've go to a lot of, you've been to a lot of beer festivals but yeah I will say the most annoying thing about food festivals are the lines. And I need people to figure this out. If you're going to charge people a bunch of money to go to a food festival where you have all these vendors and stuff like that, but you're only going to have so many of these vendors. I need you to figure out a way to space this out or make people make more food or have bigger teams or whatever it is, because it is very annoying when you go to a food festival and you spend so much time in line. Some lines mm-hmm. are fine, but it's just like it's it's gets a little ridiculous when you're spent when you're spending all this money to go to a food festival. And like you really don't get to eat that much food or you spend your time very annoyed trying to find a place to sit or whatever it is. Figure it out. More space, more people, te- more people, hire more like hire bigger staffs or whatever. Figure yeah. that out. Like, I don't know if like the people who run the festival have to figure that out, but it's just, I get very annoyed at food festival specifically waiting for your food as long, like a little bit is fine. But when you're waiting for like, you know, brisket for 25 minutes, what are we doing? How long do you think I'm going to be there? You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's the, that's the problem.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, you've got to have like two or three options on the menu right? where you're not taking it. It could be a bunch of different things. It's got to be stuff you can turn around quickly, pre-make it, and you're just kind of finishing it off as it's coming down the line uh, so you can make the most of your time there. You're absolutely right because you don't want to spend literally half your time in line Um, because then at that point, all you do – it's hard to enjoy it because you get food and then you get in line to the next place because you're like, well, I just eat this in line because by the time this I get up to the front, um, this is gonna be gone. I'm gonna be hungry again. So then you just end up doing it that way. But you're right. It's got to be efficient. It's got to be efficient. Yeah. I trust guy, uh, but first town, first time on anything, mm. little trial and error. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. And I hope we see how that goes in person. Yeah,
1: I know. I yeah we we're, we're gonna dude we're gonna be we're gonna be live podcasting from there whether they want us to or not yeah <laughs> right that'll be the preview to the stadium tour the festival tour um, yes it'll be our yes first festival so
0: bring it on let's go yeah. we'll be there yeah we'll we be really in the parking lot
1: across the street from Flavor Town Festival yeah come say, <laughs> say hi broadcasting. <laughs> oh man well shouts the guy and this kind of goes with that um rod wave uh popular rapper singer uh he has won a huge thing that a lot of people have been trying to win madonna beyonce taylor swift you name it they've all been trying to stop people from selling bootleg merch outside of their concerts well in charlotte rod wave won this and they had in the police or whoever has has the right to take all the merch away from somebody that has his name on it. So if it says Rod Wave on it, they can take it away. Or it has the album title of his album on it, it can take it away. And Flavortown, I imagine there's going to be some bootleg merch at Flavortown. People are just going to have Guy no Fieri merch outside of it. And I imagine Guy wants to make all that money. And uh, yeah, like... What do you think about this Dan? Cuz I know this is a big deal cuz sometimes the merch outside of the show is better than the merch inside <laughs> the show and people yeah. gobble that stuff up for like a third of the price honestly cuz concert merch is like I mean $50 for a t-shirt at some of these shows outside same thing sometimes better like $10, $15. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the bootleg merch has gotten better. Oh, so right much better. It's no. not like oh it looks like you just, you know Stuck that on and printed that uh, at home or something like that, or made some. Red- I yeah. mean, it's looking more and more legitimate, obviously. And so you're right, for twenty bucks, why wouldn't you? Um, yeah, this is this is fascinating how this could because that's like part of the concert going experience. But I I get, yeah. I get it from the artist perspective, right? Um, but the negative thing is this is going to give them more control and freedom to charge $50 for a t-shirt if there's no other option. So that part I don't like um, is the fear that the shirt, the price of these things are just going to go up and up because there's nowhere else to get them now uh, except especially tour exclusive merch, right? That's the thing when you can find tour exclusive merch or something that looks close enough to it. Yeah. Uh, that's what you want versus just what you can get on a website or uh, at hot topic um, <laughs> if you will. Um, but it's been a long time coming. It's kind of amazing that he won this case. Yeah. Right. And it's very interesting how it's it's what he really I really encourage people to read the article where it really has to be done city by city. Right. Mm-hmm. It really has to tackle it at least from the start on a city by city basis before it can be enforced nationwide. Um, when they stop somebody, they have to like give them a receipt for how much merch they're taking for legal purposes um and it, it's just a very interesting all the little details that go yeah. along with how this is enforced in uh ruled um fascinating but finally finally breaking down on the on the the bootleg merch it's just it's not gonna be the same it's not gonna be the same
1: you know it's funny because this is where i i land on this right so rod wave is somebody who has you know groundswell following he's got a bunch of loyal fans that's why he's able to play arenas and people are like i've never heard a rod wave song in my life unless like if you have you're at the show if you haven't you're probably not at the show Right, and that's and so when it comes to merch with him, I'm like, yeah, because that's where artists make their money. It's a freaking fifty cent Gildan t shirt that they sell for fifty dollars, right? So like that's <laughs> right. where all the money is coming at your concerts, unless you, you newsflash, guys, if you didn't know, that's where all of your artist's money's coming from. But when it comes to somebody like Rod Wave, I'm like, okay, I get that you shouldn't sell merch outside of his shows. Taylor, Beyonce, Morgan Wallen, whoever is selling out arenas, don't care. Yeah. Shut up. Don't care. I I truly don't care about anyone else other than these smaller artists. Like you shouldn't, if you're going to a 6,000 seat show at stage AE or whatever your medium sized venue is in your town, buy the people's merch. You shouldn't be Mm -hmm. selling merch outside. But like when it comes to these humongous stadium tours and all of that, and like these huge artists, like a Madonna, like the week, whoever, you know, I'm talking about, like I don't care. I, I don't care, but I don't think you guys should ever win any of these injunctions or suits. People should just, no, they should be able to do that. But when it comes to smaller artists, like, no, you shouldn't be able to sell a $10 t-shirt outside to stop people from buying the stuff inside because those artists need that money. They they yeah. deserve to get that money from you. So you shouldn't be bootlegging their merch, but the other artists don't care.
0: Dude, I never thought of it that way on the surface, but you're absolutely right because you just think that everybody is just it's a money grab. But yeah, you're right. The smaller artists, they they they, they need that, you know. Yeah. And the, when people were people line up the day before a concert, oh. a Taylor Swift concert, just to visit the outside the outside merch stand that are not going to the concert is ridiculous. Yeah. And those artists don't need any more because you're paying a ridiculous premium for that stuff anyways, and you're doing it to a sold out arena. The fraction of the impact the bootleggers have outside of that is so minimal. It's so minimal. So like the big artists, you know what? You've got yeah. bigger things you should be worrying about. Yeah, You're right. But the the regular shows, the medium shows, the smaller shows – you know, support, support those yeah. guys, support those bands, those artists um, that way. But yeah, what kind of domino effect is this going to have? I don't know that it's actually, what... you know, it's slowly winning these things now.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is it like, are people actually going to take the time? Was this just a judge who really was compelled by this story and was like, OK, I got it. But it's like, if Madonna comes and does the same thing, is the judge going to be like, oh, yeah, get out of
0: here? Like Really? What? Yeah. Is this really, imp- is this, you need, this is impacting you that much that you need yeah. to come here and stand in court and argue sure. this for, <laughs> for what, for who, for what Yeah. exactly as you exactly. would say, like, yeah, have you it's, ever bought a bootleg? Oh yeah. Uh, Sure. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I have so much bootleg Kanye stuff from outside of the Kanye shows because the, some cause sometimes the sh- I'm telling you, I kid you not. Sometimes the bootleg merch is better or it's the yeah. stuff that you wanted. But it's not on sale on this thing because like he kind of revolutionized the way that people they take, you know, concert merch and like actually wear it as street style now. Like that's just one of the yeah. things like kind of changed all of that. So right at the time, he was just changing the, the shirts up as the every single date on the tour. But like sometimes you'd see the shirt on the Internet. You're like, wait, I like that one. Then you go to your show and it's like it's not here. But that shirt would be outside with your date on it. So I'm like, (laughs) give it to me for 15 bucks.
0: Let's go. Yeah, take it.
1: Yeah. So like I I get it wanting the, you know, the merch and also merch is just really expensive. And I I get it. But for the smaller artists, I have, I send the detours and I think like they should like, you know, confiscate all of that. But when it comes to these bigger artists, like people line up outside, getting Travis Scott merch is almost as big as going to the show.
0: <laughs> right. So like,
1: yeah, I yeah, I you know, I go back and forth with this one, but I smaller artists, yeah, they deserve the merch. All right, but before we move on, I got one uh mm-hmm. more merch question to ask you, Daniel, as someone okay. who has lots of concert merch, concert posters, all the things, you got some behind you right now. Yeah, I have to ask. Um, do you how much do you think concert merch should be? What's over the top for you? Because the reason wow. why this is becoming such a big deal is like the markup of this stuff is insane. And that's why the, you know, the bootleg merch outside of shows is honestly more popular than probably it's ever been because of how much it is and how much you pay for concert tickets. So like what? Yeah. What, what is too much? Like when you you turn the corner, you see the the merch booth. They all look the same and you see <laughs> blank. What is what is too much for you?
0: Great question. Um and it can obviously vary from artist to artist, right? Especially a little sure. bit higher with the bigger artists, but like the number I like, like a bit of a threshold. But when I see a t shirt more than thirty-five dollars, okay. like, like I'll pay thirty-five dollars for a shirt, but if it starts with a four, <laughs> four zero or higher, it's a t shirt. What are we what are we doing? Like that's that's extreme. And then everybody loves a good hoodie. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a good hoodie. But $75 and up for a hoodie? Come on. Like, come on. There was one I saw. It was, um, it might have even been, it might have been Teddy Swims that we were at recently. I had a really sweet hoodie. And it was, so or somebody like that, that same week we had like three shows that we went to. And it was like 70. And I was like, ooh. Oh. Not for, not here. Not here. Not at a show with 2,500 people. So those are kind of my, uh, and that have to be somebody I really, really, really like, you know, to pay 65, even for a hoodie. But those are kind of my thresholds.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm with you on that too, because if the t-shirts were better quality, I would yeah. have, I'd be like, okay, let's do that. But like, we're paying for a gilded t-shirt that is like a yeah. dollar and we're not getting the hot and we're not getting the heavy duty one. We're getting no, like,
0: they're all thin.
1: Yeah. The cheapest one that if yeah. maybe you get like two washes out of the thing, you might as well just take it home and frame it. You've got a better job with that. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's where I go across where I cross the line a little bit. Cause it's like when it's the the hoodie, it's like, okay, I don't have a problem spending more money on a hoodie. But, like, is that a Nike hoodie, like the one you have on right now, Dan? Like, right. is this right. a nice hoodie that says Teddy Swims on it? Or is this just a random right. junkie Gildan hoodie that people were selling yeah. that my high school's logo could be on also? You know what I mean? Like, what are we right. doing? Like, I just, I, I have a problem with that. It's the it's the other stuff. It's like paying $50 for a hat. What are we doing? Like, yes. that's what I'm like, wh- come on, guys. Like, either up the the quality of this stuff or just like chill on the prices you put on things because like just yeah and it's really the it's the other stuff that bothers me not the t-shirts but it's the hoodies the long Mm sleeve shirts that stuff is the stuff that bothers me because i'm like that is junk (laughs) and you are somehow (laughs) getting people to pay double what they would have for a t-shirt just because it's a hoodie but it's a trash hoodie like yeah
0: like yeah like like fifty five dollars for a long sleeve shirt i'm like dude this is more than express like this (laughs) is crazy (laughs) come on like not on sale express too like like wow like this thin yeah this thing in long sleeve shirt that's that's hardly gonna last is ridiculous like at this point it's to the point where for someone that goes to concerts as frequently as we do where like how much is a you know small uh you know screen printing machine cost and you know I do graphic design and I'll just they're not going to bootleg as I print one at a time inside my house, they won't know. They won't know. I can use steel and use the designs and wear it out and it'll be one of one, and I'll never be caught. And I'm like, maybe that'll be a better investment long term. Actually, it's very <laughs> then, true. You know, buying a shirt at every show, I can just see what they're selling and then copy it, and no one will, no one will know. And it'll be a better shirt too. It'll be a better shirt.
1: And you already have like your own ticket printing machine. So like, you can just do all the right. You have your own collectibles (laughs) made by Dan. That's true. As long as you're not selling it, you're good.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know what? We've talked merch on this uh, podcast for quite some time. And, uh, at Flavortown Festival, the merch booth will be there as well as we do our live podcast. We'll have our uh, our merch stand with all of our brunch breakdown shirts and uh, and swag there.
1: Yeah. And you want a collectible Flavortown ticket? We got you.
0: We got you there, we too. got
1: you. <laughs> Dude. This is good. I'm happy we talked through this.
0: Have we talked <laughs> through <too>. this? <laughs> Me too. Me too.
1: All right. Well, uh keeping it with concerts. Uh I saw this random graphic on Thanksgiving uh from at iHeart Radio and it said on there uh dream concert and venue. So, this is mm. the brunch breakdown. We like music. We've been to a lot of concerts. Hell, Dan, you've played on Warped Tour. So, lots of things. Yes, sir. Everybody's, you know, this is this is good. So, I mean, what's a dream venue you'd want the Skunk 11 to play at, Dan? <laughs> <laughs>
0: shout out with Skunk Eleven getting a lot of love this week. Uh Twenty year anniversary of the Skunk Eleven next year. Whoa! Which, oh man,
1: uh,
0: little wild. Right, a little while. All right,
1: listen, I got three kids. I live in California. You got to let me know when is the next Ska is Dead show. So <laughs> when's the re, when's the reunion show? It's a Ska is Dead part yeah. one hundred featuring the Skunk Eleven reunion. I need to know. You're just gonna give me some time. It's in gotta advance. happen. That's
0: all. Right, it's gotta happen. Uh, like the pre when we were young fest. We'll play the night before <laughs> oh. or something like that. Um, oh. You know, for people uh, that know what we're talking about, we had, if 20, the, the number 20 years didn't make us feel old enough, uh, or one of our former bass players uh, got in touch with, this, with me this week. He's a teacher. And he said, uh, my one of my students came in and said that their parents' favorite band when they were younger was the Skunk 11. And I was so excited by that at one moment that we had that much of an impact that somebody still remembers and made that connection based on him. But I was also like, wait, your student's parents said that I need to go throw up a little bit based on how old that made me feel. Um, But shout out, shout out to the skunk. Of love.
1: Dan, you got to understand <laughs> one of our good friends and listener of the brunch breakdown caught your CD at a show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> unbeknownst to her that she would you know be lucky enough to be your friend later on in life but like yep. you know shouts the raj is a fan of the skunk 11
0: like you know it's amazing it's an amazing uh, it's a it's a long lasting legacy we appear to have and it's an honor and a privilege Um uh, so yeah the skunk 11 the 20 year anniversary show next year um uh, and what venue oh boy the, the choices the choices here are uh endless but um the venue for (laughs) whether it be the skunk 11 or a band you've already mentioned 21 pilots (laughs) well at flavor town fest yes definitely one of them that was amazing um so that's one but who we're thinking more traditional in terms of um venues one that i've been wanting to go to for a long time uh of course is red rocks red rocks just seems like there's something special there and you know, I hear it almost doesn't matter who you see there. It doesn't right. It just, the experience itself uh, is phenomenal. Um, but you know, I've got a couple, but that that's one on the more traditional side. That's always come to mind where I think I'd want to see really any band, but it's one of the pilots there. Let's go. Let's go boys. Ooh. After flavor town, let's hit up the red rocks.
1: Uh, you know, red rocks, is it's it's incredible. I've been there for two mm. shows. It was just mm-hmm. awesome. Like I saw Incubus there, and I saw uh J. Cole and Big Sean there. Um, wow! And it was just freaking. It, it was awesome. It was on like back to back nights, or maybe there was a night in between. Whatever. It was it was awesome. And uh it's just such a cool venue. Got it. Yes, you gotta go, and I'll go with you. It's just gotta go. Um, Perfect. <laughs> uh, I want to see uh Kanye at Red Rocks really bad
0: there you go and I think
1: that would be awesome and uh another place that I was thinking of because I was like these people that I want to see I want to see them in different ways and this sphere in Las Vegas I'm just waiting I know whenever somebody that I want to see there is is in the sphere for however long I'm gonna spend a stupid amount of money and be very angry at myself about it but like i'm gonna go and some people have told me that have been there told me that like they kind of got a little seasick they had to like step Mm -hmm. away for a little bit um but i gotta experience it man like i gotta experience what the hell is going on because those like it's the first place that like i'm not mad at people for taking cell phone video at because every (laughs) video looks insane regardless if you're Mm -hmm. on the floor or if you're at the top or wherever you're at it's just it doesn't make any sense. So, like, I, I want to see – honestly, I almost want to see anybody there because, like, I'm not a U2 fan, but Jesus Christ. I, I'm sure LeBron's not either, but he seemed to have a great time there. <laughs> so, like, I think <laughs> right. I could too. Um, but, yeah, I want to see Kanye at Red Rocks. I want to see Kanye at the Sphere. Uh, like, those places, these unique yeah. venues that we have um, that I feel like I just want to see people that I, you know, you love their whole catalog and want to see them at these places
0: like yeah. yeah yeah i had the sphere tube just because of yeah even in the early stages it seems wild and it maybe now that you kind of talking through it like i don't know who i'd want to see I, obviously with any of these choices 21 pilots is my answer but who is more known you know th- that's a band that already puts on a stunning live performance 21 mm-hmm. pilots is um but i'm trying to think of from like a visual perspective like, an EDM show in the sphere might be too much. Might be a lot. Little- <laughs> right? That might be too <sighs> much. Um, so maybe, being like, if you've ever been to a Coldplay show, you know they do a mm. lot visually. Yeah. yeah. And I think from, like, a graphic visual perspective, they might be awesome to see there. Because they yeah. put on a fantastic live show, and I think they could do a pretty phenomenal job with – that atmosphere in that particular venue um but yeah i i would want to say i want to see anybody there but maybe not an edm artist because that might you might need to step aside a couple times that could be too much right? Dude, that could be i mean listen that that could be too much for a ton
1: of reasons <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> because uh you know people like to partake in different different drugs and things and i have a feeling that that could lead people to a lot of hallucinations and a lot of things that aren't happening they think are happening and just some right that could be right yeah 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 a Uh, little heavy Little, yeah. little heavy there, a yeah. little heavy there. I don't know if um, the sphere's for a younger audience. I don't know if that's for that. No, no. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna be seeing Martin Garrick's at the Sphere anytime soon. I think that's right. like a whole kind of. <laughs> you need to get some special insurance for that one.
0: No doubt, no doubt about it. Um, another one that came to mind that I I tried to think a little bit outside the box, right, than some of these uh, more traditional ones. But could you imagine? A concert inside the Colosseum in Rome, in oh, Italy.
1: Oh, 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 yeah! I'm happy you like, have that because I have one too.
0: Okay, okay, good. Yeah, I want. I wanted to think a little differently, into something so unique, one of a kind, you'd never forget. And that's where you do need a big artist, a big name that's going to fill the space. Um, like, give me Twenty One Pilots there. Give me, give me Muse there um i think they would be they put on an amazing show live they use a lot of fire so uh you know open air space no problem there just don't set the coliseum on fire i suppose uh don't burn down history in the process but yeah give me a a show in the coliseum um let's do that one let's do that one
1: has there ever been a show with the pyramids Cause I have that written down Ooh. and I'm like, has anyone ever done a show at the pyramids? Could you do one at the pyramids? Like all these places like this, it's like, you know, you can't mess them up and they're not built right. for bass or sound or anything that goes into shows these days. Right. So I'm just like, I don't even know if you could actually do it. And that's probably why it's never been done because you'd be afraid that like, you know, some light rig would break something. You know, and I'm just like, but the pyramids, that would be wild if you could wild. set up lighting and do all the things that you can do. But you're at the pyramids, man. Mm-hmm. I don't even care who it is. I'm watching that. I am streaming that. I'm watching it on pay per view. I'll pay for it. I don't care. I'm watching that. I don't care who it is.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, but that would be crazy. But
1: I just wonder because just because it hasn't happened, at least I don't think it has. You right. can do that because of all the things. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm sure Taylor uh, Swift or Beyonce have looked into playing at the Coliseum or at the pyramids and
0: they realize they just right. couldn't get I, it done. I'm sure uh, they've looked right. into it. Um, for sure. For sure. And it's it's funny, you, not on the level of, of necessarily ruining uh, history with stuff like that, but I, I did one did come to mind for me uh before I got to the sphere in Vegas, I was thinking Vegas. I was like Vegas strip and eh, no, not really. And they do, you know, festivals there now in the festival grounds and then came to the sphere. But before I got to the sphere, I thought of um shoot, what is it called now? A ghost bar? The oh. one, is it, what's the one at the top of the oh yeah uh, the one that, top of the palms? The top of the
1: palms. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: That like yeah. amazing. Because if for anybody that doesn't know, it basically the bar On the top floor of a, however many story, very, very, very high up building, uh, just off the Vegas Strip, hangs out off the side of the building, and there's uh, glass squares that you can look straight down, and you're looking basically onto the road. um, Terrifying and enjoyable all at the same time. Um, Chris remembers that one fondly, I think. But it would be amazing to have a concert there with the Strip in the background in like the band at the edge of the bar but that many people and perhaps jumping around on a bar that hangs off the side of a building may be a little nervous to think so I just I didn't think that was a good idea
1: <laughs> oh man um, from a
0: concept though yeah would be awesome
1: yeah uh... a little nerve
0: wracking though a little nerve wracking <laughs> maybe an acoustic setup there or something you know a little Philip Phillips my man Philip Phillips <laughs> An evening with Philip Phillips at the Ghost Bar. Palms, <laughs> Vegas. Get your tickets now. <laughs>
1: Philip Phillips. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. There are so many places in Vegas. Like, you could literally, and I'm sure this has already happened before, but, like, Pitbull at Dre's during the day. And it's just a pool party and it's Pitbull performing. Let's oh,
0: go. yeah. Like, let's yeah. Go.
1: Like, you know that might not be a dream for anyone other than my wife, but like, that's, you know, <laughs> but that would be, that, that would be awesome. But yeah. um, And I was trying to think of like, cause I don't know the venues in certain places, but just like, I would love to go see, like, you know, I, I love seeing, you know, Beyonce, wherever she is. I, I don't care where I'm at. I will go see Beyonce, but like, you know, be cool to go see Beyonce in Hawaii somewhere. Like, I don't know if there's some venue on the ocean or something, but I mean, I guess there's not because I feel like that would be somebody's DVD at some point or somebody's like concert, like right. somebody live in the ocean
0: or whatever. But yeah. Like, yeah.
1: But like, I want to see somebody on the beach in some tropical location. Like, you know, like I don't. Well, it's like LA is great, but like,
0: you know what's better? Yeah. <laughs> the beach. Right. In Maui. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's, yeah, they have, like, Hangout Fest is kind of like yes, that, right, Yeah, Where it's down on the g- Gulf Shores. Seems like it's a hot one, though, and I don't, you know, <clears throat> and a festival bloody. might be, I I, I want to see a, ba- I want to see an artist, I want to see a show there, I don't want to see a festival there. yeah. But yeah. this brings me to my, my, my final one was, what, it's, it's. It happens. It's it's being done in a number of different ways. And I had an opportunity to do one. And unfortunately, the circumstances didn't work out that I didn't get to get to go to. But friends of mine have. Would you want to see somebody since you can't you know, be on the ocean? What about on a cruise ship? Top level. Would you do that? You know, they're being done. Would you do the cruise? I go back to the cruise. And that's this.
1: Oh, (laughs) I go back and forth with this all the time, thinking this will be great. But I'm like, when just like we talked about with, you know, at the beginning of the show, when would I want to jump off the ship? (laughs) And I have a feeling I would want to jump off. That's why I like that these little things are transitioning into taking over an all inclusive resort Mm -hmm. and doing it that way. Then I'm like, let's go. But cruise. It would depend on who it is. Um, could I go see okay, so there's a group of people they all like hang out, like Teddy Swims and like Alan Stone and like they've got like a group of people they all like hang out. Uh yeah. I could do
0: that on a cruise. I could do that on a cruise. that would be awesome. Yeah, I could maybe, do that. yeah, maybe like maybe like a three-day cruise like, is what you'd want to do. You have like the or the opening acts, the first night. And then the second day or second night, you've got the big headlining acts. You're basically having brunch, the, the mornings in between. And then day three, you're off the ship.
1: It's got to be like a chill situation. I couldn't yeah. do. I, I couldn't do like I know we've had friends who did like the the pop punk thing at sea or whatever, yeah. like which right. sounds like a great time. I, I just don't know if I could handle that. Um, but. And also just like the ringing of my ears and being on a cruise ship around lots of people. I just don't know if I could do it. But if it were like an mm. R&B situation, more laid back, chill situation, you know, like, yeah, a lot of very chill music. I could I think I could I I could rock with that on a cruise. Okay. But I can it, take that. it all depends on the kind of music it is like. I'm not going to see I'm not going for 4 days listening to hip hop on a cruise. I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Love hip hop more than anything. I I can't yeah. do it. And you could line up all the acts possible. I I no.
0: No no. Still wouldn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, I want to do the I want to do the cruise one at some point, but yeah, I don't know if I could do a big time the, the like these they do it because of these. Yeah, you know, it's almost like a mini festival on the yeah. ship and that Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. But let's let's get yeah, Teddy, Alan Alan, let's get the boys together. Let's uh, a little I like that. A little laid back cruise. Okay. Yeah, okay. Laid back cruise, you know, a
1: little romantic. You know what I mean? Just chill on a cruise, yeah. going destination, destination, and listen to dope music. I think that would be that would be the ideal cruise situation for me.
0: Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. john Baptiste throw him on there like yeah, that's yeah let's, okay let's go let's just smooth i like chill. it okay.
1: you know what i mean
0: let's do that yeah yeah
1: yeah okay. i like that and then we'll and, and of course we'll bring we'll bring howie from the backstreet boys on just to um make guacamole with his mom <laughs> right let's do that too just add that you know we'll <laughs> add that to it too just just laid back you know what i mean like love it yeah Maybe that that'll I love it. Yeah, that might be a future topic. Maybe we'll plan our own we'll plan our own cruise festival. We'll do that.
0: Okay. Yeah, All right. We'll I love that. We'll Don't need Chris
1: that. on that for that. So we'll do that. All right. Well, uh, Dan, let's get into music, man.
0: Let's do that. A good right. transition right into music. Yeah,
1: right into music. Let's go. A lot of music on the show today. So uh here I'm gonna go first. Um Cook, who just and is now going to the army uh, apparently that's the reason why he had to put out his album so fast because that's what you got to do over there you gotta go serve and doesn't matter who you are (laughs) you gotta serve and right before uh he put out right after he put out the announcement that he was going to serve and he was thanked his fans put out a remix to 3d his song with jack harlow but with justin timberlake and it's great. And we haven't had a lot of great things to say about Justin Timberlake over the past couple months. But this is pretty great. So shout out to Justin Timberlake <laughs> and Cook uh, 3D, uh, the remix. Pretty great.
0: There you go. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first one up for me is from a band that I've become very, very, very fond of. If you've listened to this podcast, you know about Glades. They're back on the playlist this week. Um, and because they released a song called Summers for Lovers. And when I heard it, I got a little angry because they put this out late November and it's a perfect summer song, great summer vibe, but they're from Australia. It's summer in Australia right now. So like, I can't get super mad based on where they're from, (laughs) you know, I get it. It's summer for them, but. For us, it's not. And it's a great, great summer song. I needed this in June. I needed this in May. And I'll have to wait to really enjoy it till then. But in the meantime, Summer's for Lovers by Glades.
1: Man. Uh, Yeah, I'm angry at people when they're summer songs. I don't care where you're from. You know where you want your music (laughs) to be played. Stop it. Right. Stop it.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, so uh, this one of my favorite albums of the year, Brunchy's Coming Soon. Um, uh, Renee Rapp's Snow Angel, she just put out the deluxe version of the album and she put out a remix. There's still another remix on the playlist Tummy Hur- of the song Tummy Hurts with Coco Jones and Renee Rapp, who was a humongous Grammy snub, and I'm very angry about it. You read any Grammy article about the nomination, she's a huge snub on there, but Coco Jones uh also had a great year she's up for best new artist this should be a song with two of the best new artist nominees but it's not so grammys you miss out on this performance of tummy hurts love this song so um renee rap tummy hurts featuring coco jones great song
0: couldn't agree more couldn't agree more uh the second one up for me is uh from two groups that i thought would never come together the main and beach weather Mm -hmm. um Kind of different genres, uh, a bit, but um, a, it's a basically a re-release of a song that the main has already had, uh, just adding the beach weather into it this time, uh, called "Thoughts I Have While Lying in Bed," um, and it's just the main doing what the main does best, and that's kind of, it. It's hard to define their genre quite. They just mix it all together so well, where it's you know, pop, it's alternative, it's pop, it's it's pop punk it's kind of all there and just a great sound and i like the feature of beach weather on this version of the song so um yeah enjoy that one thoughts i have while lying in bed something we can all relate to (laughs) very
1: true (laughs) <laughs> all right uh last one um chris brown put out an album that i will not listen to because he puts out <laughs> albums that have like 40 songs on them and i just <laughs> find chris brown to be exhausting but this song was on the apple new music playlist and i was like you know what this song's great it's called nightmares with uh byron messia and it is super good song so check it out chris brown nightmares
0: love it love it well well we'll see um <laughs> yeah, it's you'll see. You'll see. I am like, oh well, Chris Brown. Yeah, it's okay the, it's it's one of those uh, things. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. seek out Chris Brown music, but sometimes it hits me in the face. Right. So I hit I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> uh last one for me is from The Japanese House. Um big uh, becoming a bigger and bigger fan of the Japanese House. And I saw the name of this song, and I was like, wait a minute. I know that I know that song is what is going on here. The song is Super Trooper, and yes that super trooper from one of the greatest bands groups of all times abba it it is and you if you know me you know i love abba and this song in particular super trooper from abba and this is a stripped down slower version of what is a pop masterpiece as it was originally written and it's Weird because it's a very catchy, upbeat song and you know, it, recognizable to almost anybody. But to strip it down and slow it down like this, I wasn't quite expecting that, but I wasn't expecting a complete, um, you know, copycat of it being the Japanese house. But I like it, I like it. So shouts to the Japanese house and shouts to ABBA always. Uh, Super Trooper, I don't know about this one, Dan. I'm nervous. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. It's yeah. probably one of those where if you were listening to it, you wouldn't recognize it until, well, you might, it depends on how well you know the song. Okay. Because uh, the vocals are very recognizable. The, the lyrics, I should say, the lyrics are recognizable if you know the song Super Trooper. But you might go, wait a minute, is this what I think it is? Because the melody doesn't flow the same way at all. So it's 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 a pretty unique uh, take on it. Hmm. Give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's just just the way you describe that. If you just if I were describing a song that you love to you that way, you would have the same look on my face that I have. On that's my fair. Face. I'm like
0: that's fair. Yeah. Hmm. You're like
1: you know it's a beat catchy song, but it's like you know it's the cover and it's slow and it's stripped. It. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, that is what we're listening to. And make sure you check out the playlist, the Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify. Tell Siri, tell Alexa to play the Sounds of Brunch. Daniel, this has been another fun one. Any Absolutely, final thoughts?
0: Um, the headline coming out of this episode, Flavor Town Fest, catch us there with our tent, with our bootleg merch. We'll be next to the Jardians tent.
1: That's right. Sorry, Rod Wave. And that's the Brunch Breakdown. <laughs> we're out.